Welcome back to another episode of the Break the Bank Podcast. This is your boy Lurk. As always, I'm with my guys X and Dion. X, we gonna go straight to you, bro. Probably the one person I heard you speak negatively about more than anybody else. One person you seem to hate more than anybody else in the sports world, possibly even out of the sports world, is now on your favorite team. Kyrie is officially a, a fucking Dallas Maverick. Uh... The Brooklyn Nets traded Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris to the Mavs for Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and three picks. How do you feel about that trade as a Mavs fan and as a Kyrie hater? So taking my emotions out of it and my Kyrie hate out of it, it reeked of desperation. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, now, look, he's a the talent is not the question, right? So I'm not going to shit on people who talk themselves into the fit on the court because Kyrie is fucking brilliant on the court when he's engaged and gives a fuck. That's not the problem. The problem is he's showing you that he's the most selfish basketball player on the planet. He don't give a fuck about anything or anybody other than himself. And the second he thinks that you're not there, you know what I'm saying, to serve his will, he's out. And the threat of him walking into the Lakers cap space is very real. And so that puts the Mavericks in a position to where there is no negotiation in the offseason. He's going to tell Dallas what it will take, even if, and that's assuming that it goes well. But let's assume it goes well. He's going to walk into Cuba's office, put his dick on the table, and say, yo, this is what I want, not a cent less. And if Cuban even stutters or does anything other than say yes, he's walking out and walking into the Lakers. And so at that point, that fucks the Mavericks. But if everything goes swimmingly and we do give him the contract he wants, now you're locked into the most mercurial player on the planet for however long, and there's no guarantee of anything. So it's just, it's like marrying a hooker, man. It's like, yo, oh, maybe you can find happiness and love, but chances are you're going to get burned either literally or metaphorically. Like, it's, you know and, what I'm saying? And, and how do you feel about Dinwiddie being gone? Because everybody knows you love Dinwiddie. Now, that's my guy. That was just more so my ego because I was telling everybody, like, yo, stop looking at fucking stat sheets. I saw him play in Brooklyn, and it was the role that he was in that led to his shooting splits. If you put him in an offense where he doesn't have to shoulder the, all the burden, he's going to be more efficient. And that's exactly what happened, and I was proven right. So him, he's probably a fucking weirdo, but he proved me right, and I was happy when that happened. So, you know, that's that was more it than anything. And... Do you feel like the Mavs overpaid in this situation? Nah, not at all. Are, are you at all concerned about what that 2029 pick is going to be? Because there's nah, a, really. a very good chance. Look, with everything you just said about how the Mavericks could get fucked over in multiple ways from this deal, uh, th- there's a very good chance that Luka is not there after 2027. Yeah, no, I mean, it could, honestly, it could be after... You know, in two years, in two summers. Look, if Luca leaves, we're fucked for like a decade. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just it. That's when the 29 pick is just, this is like in cost. We didn't overpay at the end of the day. When we got done with everybody, thought that he, he had one of the worst contracts in the league. It was an albatross. We were actually able to squeeze some positive value out of it. Dorian Smith loved the guy. He worked hard. He was undrafted. He came in, made the team, and really carved out a nice role. But he's never going to be better than what he is right now. He is what he is. He's a valuable role player. But you traded a role player and a player that many people thought was on one of the worst contracts and a pick six years down the road for one of the top 10 talents in the NBA. So we didn't overpay. It's just, you know, everything else outside of the talent that makes it risky and not because of what they gave up, just because of what it can do to implode the locker room and set the team back. Dion, what do you think this trade does for the Mavs? Uh, I've, so I've done a bit of like a, I guess, 180 on Kyrie. Um, I would not want him on my team anymore. Like, I, I just think he, he, there's individuals in the world that when things are going too good, they have to self-implode. And uh, I mean, that's Kyrie, in my opinion, at this point. Like, it's not so much you can't trust his word. I, I think when he says stuff, he means it and he believes it. The problem is like, 
he might not mean it or believe it a week from now, right? Like, I, I, I don't think he's a liar per se. He just is someone that like. Are you saying that in regards to um his news conference today, or in regards to his team saying that he was willing to sign an extension that he requested a trade? Well, he said like a week ago that or two weeks ago he would never leave his guy seven. So like that or yeah seven. So like that. That's why. That's why I say it. I. I I think when he said he'd never leave Katie, I think he meant it. But he's a self-implode type of guy. He's not the type of guy that's going to, you know, like he, even if everything's going good, he'll find something wrong, uh, essentially. Like he's not the type, like I, I agree with everything X said. I just think even if it was going well, like he would find a reason for it to be wrong. Um, and I think he ruined the Brooklyn situation because it was too good to be true. Like, uh, like with, like, I'm, I do agree with his stance that the vaccine mandate wasn't like stupid. And I think only since then uh, has that proven to be true with them basically getting rid of it. But still, like my opinion always on it has always been like, if you're a professional athlete, like you grow up, this is your dream. You're doing it with your best friend, Katie, another dude who you're close with and Harden's there for you to just turn your back on them, you're, you're essentially like quitting on them. That's not the type of guy I would want to go to war with, to be honest, whether I agree with the reasoning or not. Um, I think I did that to Ben Simmons too, in a way, right? Like, it, you know, later on in the year. Um, and then in the summer, he demands a trade, doesn't get it. So he's like all in, he says how much he wants to leave. And then he demands a trade again, as soon as the team gets good again. So like, I feel like he, I feel like he thrives in chaos. And when things are going too good, he looks for a way out. Um, with all that in mind, the Mavs essentially turned Kristaps Porzingis into Kyrie Irving. Uh, I mean, if you can do that, like, you have to take the chance. I think, like I said, he thrives in chaos. I think he's perfect as a six-month rental, which, in my opinion, he will be. Um, and, I, you know, the West is so open that, like, I also kind of think the Mavs are the favorite. And I don't think they're done making trades yet either. Um and with all that in mind, like, even if he does stick around, yeah, I mean, you are attached to, like, you know, one of the the more weird dudes in the history of sports. But, I mean, you can't lie that, like, he has pull within the league. And if the Mavs have any lick of cap space and there's a star they want, Kyrie's going to be able to get that star to go there. Uh, he's done it, like, time and time again. So, Do you think that he still ends up in L.A.? Um. Yeah, my gut tells me he'll be a Laker this offseason. But I'm also looking at that from the lens of, like, what would be best for Luka? Like, I think I think win, lose, or draw, like, get Kyrie out of there after the finals, even all if right. the Mavs win it. Now, take away all the off-court stuff. Who wins this trade? You can't because that's the problem, right? Like, he thinks it's off the court. When you look at it from a lens, it's off the court, but everything he did off the court trickled down into his team. Like the vaccine mandate. Yeah, yeah, I understand you know what, what you're saying. saying. It, no, it, yeah, it, I understand what you're saying. That, that was probably a poor way of putting it. But without without trying, well, try not to put too much emphasis on that and look at it more so, uh, put more emphasis on how it affects the team six yeah there's no way to yeah there's no way really, not to include that really I mean, discount I think, it at all yeah, yeah. so i think I mean, if you're with looking that at being like said do you think that the the nets won this trade simply because they were able to get rid of Kyrie and get something in return before he became a free agent i don't uh because they allowed Kyrie to get the power back they should have traded him in the offseason um they should have never tried to buy into the Kyrie nonsense again if that meant kd would be uncomfortable then so be it. Katie just has to live being uncomfortable for a little bit. He signed. It seemed like years. it seemed like um based off of Katie's comments after um Jock Vaughn became head coach, he was talking. I forgot who, who he was talking with, but I was watching him talk about um that whole trade request he had during the off season, and it seemed like his big issue was Steve Nash and how Steve Nash was running things, not so much about if Kyrie was going to get traded or not, but more well, of how things were going as a team, how the coach was doing shit, not holding everybody accountable, not making them practice hard. And he seemed to be a lot more happier once Vaughn took over and changed a lot of that stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, I appreciate so, uh, that. Nash didn't have any, but Nash didn't have any pull, bro. Like, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Like, according to KD, anyway, like he went to but, Nash and like but it asked just, him to like. It doesn't matter. Like it already came out today that Kyrie, like or KD, might want out of Brooklyn, depending on what they're. Yeah, depending to. on like so, the direction. Is, like right? it doesn't. Nash, no Nash, Jock Vaughn, no Jock Vaughn. The moment Kyrie was out of there, KD was going to be uncomfortable. It doesn't matter what the fuck's going on in practice. So, like, I just think that you you should have traded him in the offseason when he had value. Bro, they traded him for dog shit. I know, like, Mavs fans love Dorian Finney-Smith, and I'm not saying he's a bad player. Like, he fits you know, What about those picks, though? Those picks they could use. No, it's two seconds. It's two seconds and an unprotected first. Right, yeah, but, that's... but you're going to use it to trade Din... You're going to attach it to Dinwiddie to try to get something else. So it's like, I mean, what do you end up trading Kyrie for? Whatever you get for Dinwiddie in the pick and Dorian Finney-Smith. Like, no matter which way you look at it, like, they got less value than they could have got in the offseason. Like, there's no real, like, way around that. So the Mavs won this deal? I mean, I think so, yeah. Like, I, in a worst-case scenario, the Mavs have max cap space in the offseason. I figured that was the best part about all this for them was like even if Kyrie doesn't re-sign with them, whether they want to re-sign Kyrie or not, Kyrie doesn't re-sign with y'all. You don't have to worry about all the extra off the court stuff and how it might affect everybody else on the team. And you just got off of Dinwiddie and Smith's contract plus Kyrie and Morris. That like the way those numbers mm-hmm. are gonna work out for them, they're gonna have mad cap space to make shit happen this offseason. They're gonna the most they can get right now is if he walks, we get 30 mil, but that's assuming that we let Christian Wood walk as well. And at that point, you go Dorian Finney Smith, Spencer Den Woody, Christian Wood, you're down three starters plus Kyrie, and you so pretty even, much got Luca dog keep, shit and 30 mil. That ain't nothing. So that if they shit. keep if they keep Wood, how much money do they get? Because I was under the, I was under the assumption that moving off of those contracts, they was going to be all right this whole season. Nah, yeah, I, I, have, I thought I read that they're going to have max cap space if Kyrie leaves. Thirty mil, and they, but he's, he's getting paid more. Well, oh, is that thirty? How mil? far over the cap are they then? Because, but is that thirty mil with like everyone's uh, bird rights attached to it, or is that thirty mil like after everything? No, that's thirty mil if they relinquish the, everything's bird rights. Now, the reason that they say Max Castro is because likely what's going to happen is that we're probably going to stretch Bertans. Reason being, he only has five million guaranteed the last year of his deal. So if you stretch him, then the rest of the contract doesn't become guaranteed, and then you can stretch his his money out over five years. So that can so create another seven eight, and now right. yeah, so now you got a full max slot. You know so they saying? do have max cap space. So, like in a yeah. worst case scenario, you have max cap space. That that's a win for the Mavs. In a best case scenario, there's there there's a world out there where the the Mavs have max cap space with Kyrie and Luka. Now, if you really wanted, now what I would want to do, if what I would want to do, I would call LA, and be like, yo, send us Russ. We'll send you Tim Hardaway Jr. We'll send you Davis Bertans and. If you want, we'll throw you fucking Jaden Hardy. He's got some upside. Now you've got three, three rotations. You wildin', y'all should be, y'all shouldn't even be thinking about moving Hardy if it's just to clear up cap space, bro. No, because now, now if you have Kyrie, now you just clear forty minute cap space. So now you can have Kyrie, you can have Wood, you have Luca, and you'll have cap space. Now you're bringing in the fourth player. You know what I'm saying? Plus you still got Bullock and you know some Josh Green. If you don't do that, then at that point, you pretty much just got Luca, Josh Green, and 30 million cap space. Bro, you're not building a contender. You know what I'm saying? You're just not. But anyway. They're gonna have max cap space no matter what. I agree, but what does that but what's but what does that mean though? Who's out uh, there? Like l- listen, I'm not saying if Ky- I'm not saying if Kyrie leaves, like it's not like a little bit of a hit to the team. All I'm saying is is like you know, it's a hit to the team because you don't have uh, Dinwiddie or Dorian Finney-Smith anymore. But with thirty million in cap space, like you can replace at least one of those guys, probably both. The so, best thing wait, for them would I be to operate back to certain, over the cap space. Over, I want to go back over to the Dion said earlier. Dion, you said that you you feel like this trade makes them title favorites, the Mavericks. Yeah, most likely. You truly believe that they are better than the Warriors, the Clippers. And the Nuggets. I'm not even gonna put the Nuggets in that conversation, but 
Nuggets and Clippers ain't that good. Um, like, I don't think either of those teams ever have a chance at winning a title. The Warriors, um, they're better than, like, assuming no trades are made. Like, the West is completely wide open. I think one through ten all has a slim chance. It was going to be whoever, like, makes the deal first. That was the Mavs. Kyrie and Lucas probably the most unguardable duo we've seen since Braun and AD. Um, I mean, I, whoever got Kyrie in the West, I thought was going to be the West favorites. And I think the West is going to be so easy to get through that I, I think whoever wins the West winds up winning the East, even if there's a better team out there. If we could get somebody like a Capella who can actually protect the rim, I would agree with you. But honestly, all that's going to happen is that we're going to lose games 135 to 130. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I, I I think you could win the game 138, 135. Like, I just don't see how anyone ever guards Luka and Kyrie. It's going to be like – it's going to be just like Katie and Kyrie were. Like, I'm not saying – Yeah, I was about to say it. Yeah, exactly. Say, I mean... What the fuck did they win? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> that's fair but like they i mean if they were healthy like they would have won other stuff and i think you guys have better role players around than they had and they probably win that first year if they don't um suffer all those injuries yeah they it just i mean they they had bad luck the whole time it is what it is like you know they don't get to like cry about it but i do think the the method uh that the Mavs are going to try like has seen success yeah i i just think with Kyrie there christian wood becomes superfluous because you don't really need his offensive creation. Um, so if we can get off wood and get somebody less talented, but that can rim protect and just catch a basic alley-oop, like a Clint Capella or somebody of the, or Daniel, I'd call Washington and get a Daniel Gafford. Because now you got Kyrie, Luca, Reggie Bullock, Josh Green, and a rim protector. Well, now you're cooking with grease. Now I agree with everything you just said. But if we got to play Christian Wood at the five, we're getting killed on the boards. We're not getting stops. So, but, but well, Christian Wood, regardless of who comes back in return, shouldn't be on the roster Thursday. You know what I mean? Like, there's just no reason for it. I agree. I agree. There's no reason to give him, he won't, he's talking about four years, 100 mil. Like, dog, no. He, he's just not that good. Like, there's just no way, like, there's no other really way to describe now, I, it. Like, but, He's, he's good, but he's a good stats, bad team sort of guy. He's going to fill up the stats. He sheet. works well with Luca, though. No, no. Offensively, he's I mean, perfect. but Luca's going to do that. Luca's going to do that with pretty much with anybody, anybody, though. No, I, I think, I, I think no, they I should move Hardaway, Wood, and if they have any of the seconds and go get a couple of them jazz role players. And then what I think they should do is take um, – is just go get Nerlens Noel at that point. Like, I feel like you get, yes. get Noel – for nothing and i know he's not good but like if you can get a couple of them jazz role players mixed with the role players you already have like bro you just need you just need 15 to 18 minutes out of the center well if you give us knowledge no one alec burks from detroit <laughs> all right now now we're talking but again, yeah, like again could, I, so you're hey, right you in that they just, need to make another and trade, you could use you could use hardy to do that like you don't need a pick yes. anymore so you could just use hardy as the like subsequent first round pick and you could go get like I mean, bro, what if you got Vanderbilt and Beasley from Utah and then you went to uh, Detroit and asked for Noel? Like, right? Like, or Noel Amber. It's like, bro, the Mavs, the Mavs have the easiest way to get to, like, get out the West. The Warriors might be second easiest, but with the luxury tax, with Lacob, there's other stuff that we don't know the answer to. We now know the Mavs are all in. Yeah. It's very possible that by the time this episode comes out, he will. He has broken Kareem's record as the all-time point scorer for someone that never really had a reliable outside shot till later in his career. And stumps a lot of people still question that, especially with him shooting what damn near thirty percent this year from three. Someone that's never really been dubbed the scorer, even though he's averaged thirty points per game multiple times, averages like twenty-five or twenty-seven for his career. How you guys feel about that? Like, what does this mean to you? For me, it don't mean shit, to be honest. Like, I don't care who's the all-time leading scorer. Like, I only care about rings and my team ain't got none in the past 50 years. But for y'all, especially like you, X, because you was like in college when Braun first got drafted to the NBA. <laughs> Yo, my, my right hand is thunderous. So I can't wait for you to meet it. I've said worse things to you in person, so I don't care. 
Nah, nah, real talk. I didn't see. I don't give a fuck about LeBron breaking Kareem's record, bro. I don't. I don't. Give is a this shit. something that you ever would have thought would have been broke? Like, I honestly don't care about it. But this is something that's like, yeah, you. Just I think it should. I think it would have been broken if, like a while ago. Like if Jordan didn't retire multiple times because of the mob shit, if Kobe didn't suffer so many injuries um later on in his career, like he probably would have shattered that record. If shit, if Shaq was like a sixty percent free throw shooter, he probably would have been the all time leading scorer. But LeBron is just a fucking machine because he never had any sustained injury, and that, in addition to everything else that makes him great, is the reason why he's breaking the record. The motherfuckers just never hurt, bro. And if you never hurt and you just putting up numbers season after season after season, yeah, it's it's gonna happen, bro. You know what I'm saying? And to he came in great. And just sustained excellence for fucking twenty years. I mean, what are you what are you gonna do? What are you gonna say? I'm a yeah, hater. I, I don't that. care, but I respect it. You know what I mean? And I respect that. And, and to be honest, I think, in my opinion, what makes it so significant is the fact that he's not really looked at as a scorer. Like when people talk about his greatness, it's not really about scoring. It's about like his IQ and his playmaking and the way he's able to make people around him better. But this man is really about to become the all-time leading scorer. You know what it is? I'm going to keep it a buck. What soured me on the entire experience was how shamelessly he was Pat Statton last year. I Pat think Statton? Stat Patton? Stat, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> the, he was just shamelessly just chasing empty stats last season. And with the IG post, I'm like, dog, you lost by 30. Why are you posting some shit on IG? I think he's been doing that, honestly. Like, I think it goes back even further than that. Like, his shameless stat pattern goes back to when he dubbed himself the Washed King. Nah, but it was flagrant when, bro, the Lakers are down 40. He's still in there just gunning, just chasing points. It's like, bro, come on. But anyway, shout out to LeBron, man. Top two of all time, so. Dion, you've been awfully quiet. Yeah, I mean, I so I was curious what y'all thought on it because uh, I mean, I think it's dope to be honest. Like, it's cool that he did it, but like, I don't really care to watch it at all, other than the fact that I bet the Lakers minus six and a half tonight, and I hope he goes for fifty. But like, I I don't really care to watch it. I just it it some about it feels boring. I know he's gonna do a sky hook, and that's gonna piss me off when he does that. So like, yeah, I don't know. I he's don't a really cornball like that, like. No, he's, he's gonna get thirty. He's probably gonna do it when he gets to thirty-four points and just take and just take this guy hook and hope that shit goes in. Yeah, and I, I just feel. I mean, you see, like you see, like Bron fans like talking about like, oh, well, he should do it against the Warriors. It'll mean more to all of us and shit like that. It's like, bro, like these motherfuckers are in tenth place. Like he's not in a position to not score right now. You know what I mean? Like it just feel. I fuck with it. I think it's cool because like. You know, 10 years ago, like, I, I remember thinking to myself, like, LeBron's going to break the record. But, like, like you said, he's not really known as a scorer. So, it doesn't feel like it should happen. So, I think that's still mixed with everything else he's done. And, obviously, like, he's one, you know, the top two to three players of all time. But I just don't really care. Yeah, and I, I think that's the, like, I think that's what makes it dope. Even though, I mean, it's like, this is something that many people, like, before us, never thought was going to happen. Like, a lot of people from the generations before us thought that Kareem's record was going to stand the test of time. And shit, to be honest, Braun's record might, like, even though, like, the the way the rules are changing now and the way the games are being, um, the game is played now, like, it's a lot more high scoring. X, X touched on a key point, like, the health and the longevity, like, that's some once in a lifetime shit. Like I don't know if we'll ever he, see that again, especially with how prevalent soft tissue Carmelo, injuries are. Carmelo, Carmelo was the same. I don't think Carmelo ever got hurt, bro. No, and yeah, he, but we talking, but 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 that's what I was getting at. Like in in today's day and age, like players go down with soft tissue injuries way more than ever. Like right? so many, so many people, like their careers are cut short, and then you got like the load management thing, like. I just don't see, like, again, I could be wrong. People before us thought that Kareem's record wasn't going to get broken. I, I just don't know, especially he's going to keep on playing a few more years. 
I just don't see his record being broken after this. But anyway, like all, all that shit, like you said, like it does factor in. Bro, he's in his 20th season averaging 27 a game. Like he came into the league averaging 25. You know what I mean? He's been he's never averaged below what he averaged below. No, and, and that's my time. point. It's like, like, and that's my point, bro. Is like, do you really think that we're gonna see that again? Someone averaging 25 plus for 20 plus years. And on top of that, being fucking basically completely healthy, barely missing any games for like 90% of those seasons. The only players active right now that I that I think would have even a remote chance would be Luca and would be Jason Tatum. And that's probably it. I don't even I don't think either of them. I don't think Luca has a chance. I don't think Luca has a chance because he's shown that he's gonna like he's already dealt with a ton of soft tissue injuries. It's only a matter of time. I'm not trying to wish bad on him. I want nothing but the best for Luca. It's only a matter of time before he needs ankle surgery, bro. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say someone's not gonna get something because of a surgery that's not planned, but uh like I don't think either of them play 20 years because the money's different now. And not saying Bron didn't make a shitload of money, but like Bron's going to become a billionaire one day. These dudes are going to sign contracts that are for half a billion at some point. So it, it's the same thing with Mahomes and Brady. Brady made plenty of money, but Mahomes made all of his money in 10 years. So I don't think Mahomes could ever touch what Brady did because he has no reason to play that long. I don't think Luca or Tatum do. I don't think anyone in the future does. Um, so I think this record is untouchable. Just how much of how much of um, you like, just the the oh, love yeah. of the game, the competition, and wanting, you wanna, wanting you to break records? Ego, like, bro. I feel like bro, yeah, I feel like you're not factoring in or taking in. Like, I don't feel like you're taking enough consideration into how much some of these dudes really want to be the best and like really want to accomplish as much as possible. We're talking about twenty seasons. We're not talking about playing. Oh I, no, I'm a. I agree. Like, like I'm taking. With, no, I'm I taking all that happening. I'm taking all that into consideration, but we're talking about 20 seasons. You can be the most competitive person in the world. You know what I mean? Like the moment you're bot, you you show you're losing it a little bit, you're gonna retire. And yeah, like and that, that it, and that's my shit. Like whether niggas make a thousand, well, a billion dollars or not, like. I just don't see someone being able to play 20 plus seasons, stay com- damn near completely healthy and put up those numbers for that whole time. Like that's because they don't need to. Right? Like they're not, not gonna do the things Bron did. Bron's a fucking machine. But that's Bron what I'm saying. Won- like, but but what I'm saying is like even if but you they take, could like the financial stuff out of the equation, if but you that's take part, that out the but equation, all, you can't. I still that's don't see it, it happening. But the financial is part of it. Like, Bron's only able to do this because of how much money he made. The dude spends 30 M's a year on his body, right? Like, you don't get to play 20 years unless you're, like, a psycho like that. At the same time, for as psycho as you're going to be, Lucas signed, what, like, a $200 million contract this offseason? Bron didn't get 200 M's until he went back to Cleveland. Like, it's different. It's You don't have to care that much. I just think that even if they cared that much, it still wouldn't matter. But, but speaking no. of dudes playing 50 years, Brady, is he staying retired this time? Yeah, I think Brady's done. I, uh, to me, the re- Brady retiring, like, was more, like, meant more than, like, Braun retiring. Like, I finally feel like we see the end of an era within the NFL. Um, and it's kind of sad, bro. I think, like, we said it a bunch. I think quarterbacks stink in the league. So, it, it you know, seemed like the last of the golden generation of quarterbacks leave is kind of sad. And he is the GOAT. Like, they're unquestioned. The only uh, only active – I guess he's not active anymore, but the only player where while he was active, unquestioned the GOAT. Like, no one's no one's arguing that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll sad to see Brady go, to be honest. Dang. He's a GOAT. Yeah, did y'all, did y'all see the – um? The reports that are like about his divorce and how it traumatized him, and that's why he um he's gone. No, I, he just ran out of options, bro. He just ran. He look. I don't think he ran out of options. Yeah. And supposedly he signed with he signed the supposedly he signed the contract or agreed to a deal with Fox for damn near five hundred mil. Yeah, he did that last three. Week. Yeah, he signed. It's three hundred fifty mil, and he told him now here's the thing. He told him he's not starting until. Fall 2024. 
So he's not starting next football season. You know what I'm saying? Fall 2024. So that leaves a lot of time for another year. I'm not going to say he's done because you don't know what would open up. But if one of the teams that he would want to play for would open up. I nah, think- he, he did a podcast with Jim Nance and Belichick uh, this week. I, I think he's done. With he's Belichick? moving a little different. Yeah, with uh, Belichick. Okay. I didn't know he did it with Belichick. Yeah, I so I was on your side when I saw he wasn't going until 2024, and then I saw him and Belichick were chopping it up, and I'm like, nah, this dude's done this time. Oh, shit, nah, see, yeah, I wouldn't have even asked y'all that had I known that um he was chilling with Belichick again. Yeah, yeah they, it's they over. Podcast it's over. Your boy's done, and, and that's somebody I'm going to miss watching on Sundays. Like, even though I, I shitted on him a lot this season, he deserved it. Well, that's like, that's really an end of an era. Like you said, Dion, this dude started when shit, X was in high school and me and you was young and Dion, like. Bro, I remember. Oh, yeah. Actually, I got a question for y'all. Uh, Michigan, should they claim Brady? No. No. I agree. I agree. I agree. You know, I don't even feel like he claimed them. I, bro, there's Brady. Like, I didn't know. Like, I'm young. So obviously, like, in my head, I thought Brady just didn't play at Michigan. I didn't know he was getting booed off the field for, uh, was it Chad Henney? Is that the dude? No, I think Henney is, like, years later. It is some, it's some, some like, Lions flame-out quarterback. Dude stinks. That's, I don't remember his name, but I know he stinks. And I didn't know Brady was getting booed off oh, the field. Oh, probably Orlovsky, then. It wasn't Orlovsky. Uh, Who, Drew Stanton? It was Stanton. There you go. Drew Stanton. Uh, he was getting booed off the field for Drew Stan, and now you go to you like they turn on Michigan, like half the stadium has on Brady jerseys. Like, nah, bro, nah, that don't sit right with me. Yo, they, look, yeah. Michigan ain't got a Michigan ain't got a lot to hold on to. They got Desmond Howard, and they got the memory of Brady. Other than that, they don't got shit to celebrate in Michigan. So let them have it. They stink. Yeah, shout out to Gene Carter for being the ones that were talking about that. That's the only reason I know he got booed off the field for Drew Stan. Right. Oh, nah, yo, there's a whole article in the New York Post from 2016 about how nasty things were between him and Michigan. Yeah, bro, I thought he was just a backup. Like, I thought he was just, like, like Jimmy G in New England type shit or Brissett in New England where it's, like, he's just on the team. He's not Nah, yo, play. apparently this shit goes past his, like, in like even into his NFL career, they were still, like, going crazy. Yeah, bro, I, I had no idea. Uh, Me neither. So. This is like I just like did a quick Google search when you brought it up, cause that shit threw me off when you started talking about him getting booted off the field. I was too young to understand what the fuck was going on in college football back then. I'm I still don't really understand half the shit going on in college football. It's a fucking circus over there, but that's yeah, wild. Michigan, Michigan fans are pussy for claiming him. So now that I'm Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh supposedly like fixed everything, now they on his dick. But they've been on his dick. So the reason I didn't know, I didn't know it was like that for him at Michigan is because they've been on his dick since like I've been old enough to watch football. You know what I mean? And I at least and remember it. You know what I mean? So it's like uh they're pussy. They're pussy. Yeah, you know, you know, um this is the first time in almost a decade that we go in two years in a row without Brady being in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was listening to uh, I was listening to, to Barstool today, and you guys know Portnoy is like a huge Pats fan, and yeah. he was talking about how like, like the Super Bowl is like a reunion for rich Pats fans. <laughs> like, like they pull up once a year and they go to the same spots every year and just say hi to people they haven't seen in a year. And I was thinking about that, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, he's dead serious, and that's that kind of pissed me off that they had like that much success. <laughs> Well, first Super Bowl in two years, like I said, without them, there won't be no Rich Pats fans reunion this year. Probably not for a very long fucking time. Uh, Chiefs versus the Eagles. This is going to be a goodie. Honestly, I'm fucking shocked that even with all their success, that they got the Eagles as the slight favorite to win this game. Damn. I don't know. The way he was moving after one week off, now he got two weeks off, and this nah, is what, three weeks, 
three weeks since the original like occurrence of the injury. Yeah, that like again, I just maybe Vegas knows something that we don't. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw, but earlier in the week there was like some shit floating around of a supposed game script. Um, web a screenshot of what looked like Pro Football Reference had like the final score and shit of nah, the game. Nah, had nah, to, nah, nah, nah. Let me tell you how how they do that. It, so, it, like, yeah, nah, yeah. nah, nah. Obviously, that was Photoshop. But don't nah, buy into Photoshop. What they but do like, don't is... buy into macro dosing. Macro dosing is a troll pod. No, I didn't even. I didn't even see it from the podcast. I just saw. Um, and I'm not even talking about like Arian Foster and shit. I'm talking about just specifically this game. Now, what they do is right. What they'll do is before the season, they'll tweet out like these random Twitter accounts will tweet out like every possible fucking outcome. You know what I'm saying? And then as those outcomes become untenable, they delete it. And so what it'll look like at the end of the season, once they've deleted every possible alternative is like, yo, this account predicted this before the season that this and this, that this was going to happen. It's like, well, they tweeted out literally thousands of combinations and they've just been deleting all the other ones. And that's how they, oh man, that account knew what was going to happen. No, it's, it's all bullshit. But anyway, and yo, real quick, I can't tell y'all how disappointed I was to see how many stupid people thought that fucking Arian Foster and PFT commented with that ass. <laughs> like, yo, even if you don't listen to their podcasts or what don't know PFT who they are. What did PFT comment to um, say? Because I saw what Arian Foster said. No, it's just, bro, it's just like, and it was like, yeah, I mean, the NFL scripted and practice, really, we just practicing the script. Oh, yeah, to- I saw the Arian Foster shit. That shit had me crying. Well, PFT yeah, was, bro, no, PFT was bro, the one that, like, teed it up for him. He's like, yeah, yo, but people with dead ass, like, yo, Yo, Arian Foster must got CTE, bro. Like, if that's um, the shit he's speaking saying, of, like, did y'all uh, see? Uh, did y'all see Antonio Brown on on live saying that he think he got CTE and it's from James Harrison hitting him? No, I was gonna let X take that one. I know that's his boy. I don't not nah. like because 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 clearly, like I think it's pretty obvious. Like the dude has CTE, and then. I think it further confirms it, like when he says his teammate tackling him was the reason he got it, and it wasn't even his teammate that almost ended his career. It was Vontez Burfitt. Bro, if I'm being real, like with Brown, yo, he grew up like I know niggas were poor. He grew up like poor, bro, yeah. like in poor poverty. Like the shit he had to do to survive, bro, that shit fucks with you. And then you give somebody like that a fuck ton of money. You don't allow them to actually process their emotions and all the trauma that they experienced growing up, and they're going to wild out, bro. And then on top of that, you sprinkle in a little bit of CTE, bro, I feel legitimately bad for him. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, like, I don't like talking about him. I'm like, bro, like, that's somebody, like, 10 years from now, when he does something stupid, it's going to be like, yo, RIP going too soon. But when he's going through all this shit, we just point and laugh at him like he's a clown. And it's like, bro... There's something not right, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's yeah. just from the way he grew up, bro. Like, that was real fucking poverty, bro. Real fucking poverty. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's crazy. Hey, speaking of doing something stupid, though, and it's not going to take 10 years for this to happen. Yeah, John Moran's the biggest idiot in the history of sports, bro. He's the biggest idiot in the history of sports. Did y'all see that shit? Yeah, with the, yo, bro, like. He's an idiot. God. It's a shame too, bro. Like I, I legitimately think, like, bro. I know people think I'm joking. Like when I say he's gonna get a Rico, like I mean that. Like I, think yo, it's- and it's crazy. I didn't realize I was on mute, but I was dead talking. And I'm like, yo, like the crazy shit is that ever since Young Thug and them got caught up with that Rico charge, you've been saying that John Morant wanted a Rico case more than the NBA championship. So I didn't know what a Rico was. I texted y'all that I was listening, like, like listening to the Drake and Meek Rico song. I didn't realize it was about the charge. Like once I learned about it, I was like, nah, Jaws gonna get one of these. And like I really do mean that, bro. Like, like I really do think this dude's career is gonna be cut short because he's gonna be behind bars on some really dumb shit. And like I think it's weird to me. I mean, like, I guess it's I mean, we all, the three of us kind of grew up the same. So like maybe it's weird to me because like I don't understand why you'd want to like go back and I really don't understand why you'd want to like never have like been from the hood and like now you want to go there once you have millions. 
he like, doesn't have to surround himself with those people. Exactly. These aren't, these aren't people that he grew up with that, you know, he made it and now he, he bringing his homies with him, you know, and dragging them out the mud. Like, no, you're making a conscious decision to hang around this to, to gain some side of some sort of cred that you don't really need, bro. Just be Ja. You know, Just you know who this reminds me of? You know who this reminds me of? Takashi 69. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah. it's I, I was gonna say that like it's exactly the same, right? Like you get so swept up into like living this fake life that when that bubble bursts, now you're in a position you had you got no business being in, right? And Jaws bubble's gonna burst one day, and then what, right? Like the difference between him and Takashi is like, bro, Jaws really trying to do this shit. Like Takashi just wanted to be around it so he could rap about it and make funny Instagram videos. He always had his out. You know what I mean? Like he always knew he was going to snitch on everybody. People are going to be snitching on Ja, like the same way they're snitching on Thug right now. And bro, I just, I don't see how it ends any other way than poor. Yeah. And it's quick. And all it this... takes, it's so quick for that shit to happen, bro. And it's crazy because right. it's like, it could have you know, been, you got life changing money. You living out your dream. You, you've been blessed with this gift and, you in a position to take care of your family for generations and you you're purposely doing dumb shit just to get some type of image that means absolutely fucking nothing and bro your pops is in your life yeah your mom that, is in your life yeah like, like how how and he from the south like you would have thought mom dukes or big mama would slap him in the back of his head with a bible or some shit talk some sense into the kid Bro, his daughter's at every game. You know what I'm saying? Like, his daughter was probably with him in Indiana for this shit. And I'm going to be honest, bro. Like, I, I'm kind of on his side with this one. He's an idiot for even being in the position, but I kind of don't think he did it. Like, to the extent that's being, like, reported. Because how you didn't call the police, but you called the athletic. Like, that doesn't really add up to me. But I, the fact that he's you in know, the it position. It adds up. It adds up. Because ultimately, they know, like, all right. This these motherfuckers are not that stupid, but they are reckless. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, you know when somebody's not is they just not about that. But yeah. it is stupid, so you kind of want to. And part of it is kind of like yo, he gotta. But they probably feel bad for him. You know what I'm saying? Like like look 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 what he surrounded himself with. And look, John's not the first one, but bro, it's different, bro. Right? You can't move the way. These other dudes was moving back in the day, right? There wasn't Twitter. There wasn't Instagram. Everybody wasn't racing to put their phone out. Like, anything that you do will be on Front Street. You understand what I'm saying? You can't move like that, bro. Not when you have the, that spotlight on you. You know what I'm saying? He just, he can't. Well, I, it just, it's unnecessary. That's all I'm saying. It's just unnecessary, bro. But I think they're the best team in the league. Like, dead ass. Who? The Grizzlies. I think that. Nah, I think they have no identity. Like I was. All right, we got we got to talk about this on the next part because right. X X got a dinner to get to, and we still got to make our picks this week. Where where um, So let's get back to the Super Bowl. Uh, Dion, I, I'm petitioning that you change your first pick from what you put in the spreadsheet because I'm not allowed to bet on that, so you shouldn't be able to bet on that. I'm just saying. Nah, I'm bad. Uh, Gatorade color, yellow, green, plus one sixty five for me. See, I can't confirm this. So I feel like you're just making up odds. That's your own fault. So, you could literally go and just Google NFL I'm draft and then you get the list of every single prop. I'm on now. Nah, I'm on NFL. I'm on DraftKings right now. Yeah, on the app. Now nah, I'm on the website. Log out. I'm not logged in. Then you might just be retarded. Like I don't know what to tell nah, you. Nah, I I told you everything that all the novelty props. They they this match shit limited in New York like. I'll be seeing people bet on player props in college. We don't get that option. We can't bet on player props for college games. It, I don't know what to tell you. Gatorade, color um, yellow, just... game plus 165. Also, X goes second. Oh, nice. Fantastic. All right, let's get to it. I got oh, He got me off of oh. units. Yeah, he got. Yeah. He had a plus 164. <laughs> All right, yo, let's get it. Um, Miles Sanders, two TDs, plus 650. Lock it in. Lock it in. <laughs> Yo, he on his bullshit. Uh, give me Miles Sanders anytime touchdown scorer minus one hundred five. Who was it? Plus six. Miles Sanders anytime touchdown scorer minus one hundred five. All right, that's cute. Yeah, keep it simple. 
Give me, will the first coaches challenge be successful? Yes, minus 135. Okay. Give, Give me. Oh, no, yeah. whoa, 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 my, whoa. Bad. my bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Miles Sanders, first TD, plus 700. Lock it in. Give me Harrison Bucher, over seven and a half kicking points, minus 120. I like that. That's cute. I'm going to take that in real life. Text me that. <laughs> Look at the spreadsheet. Give me Juju Smith-Schuster first TD plus 950. Ooh. Wow. We're the burning unit. All right. So, because I'm, I'm down, down you know that we're allowed to do these quick bonuses. So, each team over 17 points, Kelsey TD, Sanders TD, plus 360. Lock it in. You're going to need a lot more than that, to be honest. All right. I'm going to take any player to have a 55-plus yard touchdown reception. No. Yeah, 55-plus yard reception. Don't even got to be a touchdown. 55-plus yard reception at plus 250. Uh, I'm going to take Mahomes Super Bowl MVP plus 125. Give me Tottenham, minus one and a half, plus 275. Lock it in. Who they playing? Okay. Bum-ass Leslie. Give me Jalen Hurts, anytime touchdown scorer, minus 115. Yeah, this is how cocky I am. Give me Jalen Hurts, Super Bowl MVP, plus 120. <laughs> <laughs> nah, what? <laughs> he took both? <laughs> So one right. of them is going to hit. Yo, yo, yeah, I, I know you two are going to do so little that I'm just guaranteeing myself uh, like one-fifth of a unit right there. All right. Give me Miles Sanders over 100 yards rushing plus 425. Lock it in. I might take him Super Bowl MVP too. Give me Kenneth Gainwell over 19 and a half rushing yards minus 135. Give me Kenneth Gainwell anytime touchdown score plus 320. Sanders anytime goal scorer plus Eagles win plus 275. Give me Chris Jones over three and a half tackles plus assists minus 110. Give me uh Chiefs to win the coin toss and win the game plus 300. All right, give me the Eagles alternate spread by six and a half. Eagles to win by six and a half? Yeah, Eagles to cover six and a half. Plus that 189. Plus 189. How many picks I got so far? Give me Kelsey anytime. Give me Kelsey anytime touchdown score. Or should I take? Yeah, I'm going to just take him anytime. I'm not going to take the two touchdowns. Fuck it, I might as well. Give me Kelsey two touchdown two touchdowns at plus four seventy-five. Uh, give me uh Chiefs to win the toss plus one hundred. Give me Chelsea minus one and a half plus three fifty against West Ham. You said plus one and a half? Minus one and a half. The odds are plus three fifty. Oh. Um Give me Chiefs. Give me Chiefs money line at plus one hundred five. Give me Chiefs minus two and a half plus one sixteen. Give me Kaoru Mitoma first goal scorer plus four fifty. What team is he on? Brighton, bro. You didn't. You did not say that name correctly. I'm sure I didn't say the first name, but Matoma, you should know. Matoma, first time goal scorer plus four. First goal scorer plus four fifty. Uh, give me Kelsey anytime touchdown scorer minus one thirty. Uh, give me the Chiefs minus six and a half uh, plus two thirty. All right. Napoli minus three and a half. Over Cremonese, plus 300. Yo, y'all know that if Kelsey would have scored a second TD last week, which he almost did, bro, I'd be winning this fucking competition. <laughs> no, no bullshit, bro. Say that no again. No bullshit. If, tell, if Kelsey got one oh, more touchdown, I'd be leaving. because of the plus 700? 
And I and had the plus him. one one seventy five. Yeah. yeah. I just need one TD and fucking Mahomes overthrew his ass. I had two bets lose on two of the worst beats of the week last week. I guess well, Purdue was a push, but uh, that Arizona beat I had, yeah, they were up. They were up eight points or something like that with 10 seconds left, and they had a wide-open dunk, missed the dunk, and Washington State went down and hit a three with no time left. <laughs> I'm going to take any player as my last pick. I'm going to take any player to have 100-plus rushing yards at plus 300. I don't like that. <laughs> two, but I, look, Dion, the ultimately Dion, but Dion, my competition. So. <laughs> Says the man that's down. Yo, you you down ten units to Dion, eight units to me. I ain't worried about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go make it the same guy that was begging for an extra week. Get yeah, the X fuck went, out of here. Go X went seven and one like ten weeks ago. I was talking shit and ain't I don't think he's had a winning week since. <laughs> because I'm in chasing, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I can't be taking my low minus one tens and shit. Like, nah, I gotta I gotta swing for the fence. He's had he's had one winning week since week ten. Yo, look, relax. You had one good week, bro. And then you get <laughs> yeah, tread yeah. more. Like I've had <laughs> since since week ten. <laughs> now, since week ten, let's put a little humility right, in look, our boys. You've had, look, We're you've all had bad one. You've here. had one. You've had one winning week since week ten. Since Bro, that, in that same time span, I've had one, none of us the winners. Two, We're all losers. Three, it's just four, levels of five, losing. Six. Yeah, and I'm losing a lot less than you right now. Bro, Enjoy your units? dinner. Yeah, I Bro, hope you catch units? heartburn. I hope you catch heartburn tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I got my, I got my fucking tongue in my pocket, <laughs> fucking hater. You know what I'm saying? Eight units to a gambler like me, brother. That's a bad, you know, 1 p.m. slate. That's nothing. I'll make that up. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, I can't wait, but Watch. Yeah, I wish you nothing but the best in real life, not on this. Yes, yo, we'll talk after the Super Forever, Bowl. forever and always. I think that's what makes this perfect is that none of us love each other. Now, you have a great night. I hope you... I hope you have a trash ass tequila sunrise and catch heartburn before the night is over. Yo, never go to a Chinese buffet off the strip. Cause bruh, my stomach was sounding like the drums on the grinding beat, son. Like I had to run to the hotel <laughs> and I almost had to call plumbing. Like, yo, y'all gonna have to come in and help me because this shit not yo, gonna flush itself. Yo, Dion, son tells me he ain't make it to the hotel right. Nah, I, nah, I ain't shit myself. But it was a close call. It was <laughs> none of that matters. The fact that you pulled all the way up to Vegas and your fat ass needed a Chinese buffet ten miles off the strip when there's all that food on the strip. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm working, bro. I'm working. I'm not, you know, when I check into the Bellagio Thursday, then I'll get to, you know, what I'm saying I go have me a two hundred dollar steak or something on a company dime. But for now, you know what I mean. It is with this. All right, fellas. 